Hello, everyone. I've missed you. Welcome to this week's episode of Crystal Clear. I say that, but um, I lost my voice for a little while and I kind of didn't film for about a month and I was missing it. I missed my my outlet on everything. So I'm excited to be back in and recording for you. And this week, I'm really wanting to touch on something I wrote down. I keep this podcast journal and in the journal, I just I get ideas when I'm listening to other podcasts or just kind of going through life. And I stop and I write stuff down like, oh, I really want to touch on this. And so some little bursts of um, thoughts and things that came up within that month of not, not speaking too much about any of this stuff. Um, one thing I want to share is from how I went from having a competition, almost control-based mindset to compassion, mostly for myself, but also for others. Um, I've always felt like I, I really am compassionate towards other people, but along this journey, I realize I haven't really always been. So that's been really great for me to have um, a sort of reflection and awareness about, um, I was always competitive by what I mean by competitive is just wanting to be the best version of myself, not necessarily the competitive comparing myself to other people. Although there was some of that throughout the journey as well. But when I am talking about competition, it's mostly like wanting to be the best version of myself. And the way that I've really overcome a lot of the control in that is allowing myself to let the compassion flow and release the control of always wanting things to be perfect or a certain way. And I've spoke about this in many of the previous podcasts, but really having that awareness to understand that no one's perfect and it's acceptance. It's really is having acceptance for reality and and every reality from moment to moment is very different you know who the reality of today is different than it was yesterday and it's going to be different than it is tomorrow and and having the acceptance that that's the case you know my body changes from morning to night from day to night from day to day it's my mental state my overstimulation my Everyone, and I'm not speaking just my own, but all of our lives really ebb and flow in a way. And what's really allowed me to have a lot of more intentional, mindful time for myself and relinquish a lot of unnecessary stress is turning that into compassion for myself. And when I say, that I'll just give a few examples and for other people. So my kids, for example, when they were younger, they went back and forth from household to household. And I remember when they would leave on Sunday, my request was like, please clean up your rooms before you go back to your other parents' house. Well, some of them would and some of them wouldn't. And weeks were different than the others. And I remember I used to just get so angry inside and so annoyed at them and so just, and it was all my own stuff, but just not understanding that, okay, well, maybe they needed a little help cleaning their room. Did you offer 
help for them to clean their room or you guys were out on the boat all weekend and they didn't have that much time. But I just remember thinking back to, wow, I really got myself worked up in a lot of unnecessary ways. And that's just one small example, you know, going to a line at Disney. I mean, for goodness sakes, you sign up for Disney. Although I've always been one of those moms that will pull my kids out of school to go midweek because I don't go on the weekends. But you kind of have to know what you're getting into, whether you have the fast pass or not. Just eliminating expectations has been huge in releasing that kind of competition, control, gaining compassion is eliminating the expectation part of it. Like, you know, we're going to go. We're going to do our best to get on whatever rides we want there. We're going to do our best to eat as healthy as we can and stop at the good places and not sabotage when things don't really go or even set up the opportunity for myself to be upset. I feel like when I've learned and I'm really great about it now is, you know, we have a three-year-old and I love him. He's so much fun and so energetic. And for example, a couple of weeks ago, it's like, we're going to go to the zoo. And we, I pack everything up. I get ready to go to the zoo. I pack our lunch and we go and we walk around a few times and we explore and we were both ready to go within an hour and a half, two hours. Mind you, I drove an hour to Tampa. I drove an hour home. If I would have had the expectation of, you know, wearing each other out and being there all day and having to see this and having to see that. And some of the exhibits were closed and the water, the little banana rides he likes and the train was closed. He didn't even care. But I think if I would have set it up to, and what I've realized in this is, is not setting up things like that for my kids to be disappointed either. Not being like, hey, Brody, we're going to ride the train all day and we're going to do this and we're going to do that. Because guess what? We got there. The train was closed. If I would have mentioned the train, it would have been something because he's three, you know? Um, so that's been really helpful for me to just release expectations, like especially with even my my workouts and my exercise routine. If I'm tired in the morning and, and a way that I've really shifted my way of thinking rather than before is I would I would plan out my workout all week long. But now I just tell myself I'm going to move my body tomorrow. So then if I wake up at five o'clock and I decide to move my body and get my, you know, four to six walk mile walk in early, then I do that. If I decide to go to a cycle class, then I do that. If I decide to go do something else like a, a hit class and I do that but just, just just little ways that I've I've managed to change the narrative of I'm going to move my body instead of I'm going to set this expectation for myself to go to this certain workout tomorrow and get this done and burn this amount of calories and get this amount of steps in and I do always strive to get about 10,000 steps a day cuz I've just felt like that's what feels good to me but you know what some days I don't actually stopped wearing my Apple watch like a year and a half ago. And I feel like it's helped me tremendously, not only have a little break from technology completely, but also to just not always count the stats and not always compare myself like to where it was yesterday or the day before, or so really relinquishing the control of that comparison. And it's been really, really freeing. And it started, you know, it's all of this really started showing up for me, the more healing I worked through. So like understanding what did 
you know, young Crystal need, like she needed structure. So in adulthood, I had a tendency to overstructure and overdiscipline myself because I knew I needed and wanted that. And I feel like I kind of got that way when Matt and I first started blending families and I was taking a lot more of all three kids together, like taking them and picking them up from school and all these other things. And I was going from single mom to, you know, having two more sweet little souls. But sometimes I didn't look at it like that. Like, you know, if they were going to be going late or I, I just I had a little bit of an expectation, I feel like for them at a young age that if I had to do it over, I'd probably do a little differently at this time. And I do have to do it over because we have Brody. And so I know that if we need to be somewhere by eight o'clock, then he needs to get up by seven fifteen. It allows us some snuggle time in the morning. It allows him to take his time getting ready. It allows him to take his time eating breakfast. And instead of being so rigid, I feel like there's, you know, there's a lot of um, time period in my life where I could be very rigid and have rigid ways of, you know, we need to be here at this time and I need to do this and I need to do that. And it's like, why? Like, why? Like, and, and honestly, even now, if I'm running late somewhere, which I, I plan ahead and allow myself time to get places early, but I will run late sometimes. And instead of showing up and be like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I'm so embarrassed. Blah, blah, blah. blah I just show up and say, hey, thanks for holding space. Um, I took a little longer to get here today. And it feels so much better because there's no shame involved in that. So I think by switching that narrative and releasing the expectation, release, releasing the control, it's turned to compassion and understanding. And then other people are like, oh, wow, you know, she didn't over apologize. And I want to not over apologize because I feel like that's something that I've had the tendency to do in the past. And it feels good not to. And anytime that I want to say, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. It's, I, I, I make it more of a direct conversation of what it's what it refers to like thanks for holding space thanks for holding space for me today or i was running a little late we took a little extra time or you know i'm not feeling so well we're going to have to reschedule without the over explanation and i feel like every time i do that it allows me to really own my strength and use my voice and advocate for what I want and I need and, and settle my mind because otherwise I would like keep going and going and going and circling like, Oh my gosh, I can't believe I was late for that. I hope they don't feel this way about me, blah, 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 blah. Like, no, like there's so much wasted energy on allowing those narratives to play out in your head after the fact of something happening. So that's just been a pattern that I've noticed about myself over the years that I wanted to share because I know that we all experience it in some way, shape, or form. And by switching the narratives and allowing yourself to stop micromanaging and setting expectations. And for me, what I realized, it was really like a mask of, like the mask of control comes from the wound of betrayal. And I read this really amazing book called um, Heal Your Wounds. And, um, it's, <laughs> it talks about these five soul wounds, which are abandonment, betrayal, rejection, humiliation, and injustice. 
And each wound essentially has a mask. And the ones that I actually identified the most with were injustice and betrayal. And that was injustice is like the mask of rigidity. And, um, you know, I want things to be a certain way and I want people to speak up for themselves. I want to be able to speak up for myself and I don't want bad things to happen to other people. You know, I think that in, in one way makes me a really great advocate for things that I'm passionate about, but then again, can kind of backfire and could be very rigid on, you know, like my over-discipline and stuff like that with exercise in the past. And the mask of control from betrayal is, you know, I've been hurt by someone and I needed an apology, or I've been um, in situations where I didn't feel safe. So I want my kids to feel super safe and get there on time and, and be a certain way or dress a certain way because I was ashamed of maybe how I didn't have, you know, certain clothes when I was younger. I want them to dress a certain way because of my old shame and fear trigger, you know, so it's, it's been really interesting to uncover a lot of the ways why I had the control or the expectations and why I was setting those in the first place. Um, and realizing just being vulnerable, you know, when I was younger, I wouldn't really talk about my life story and talk about my mom. I would just kind of leave that all out or my childhood. And cause I feel like I kind of grew up with a lot of people that had these great cookie cutter homes and, you know, both their parents lived in their homes and they weren't raised by their grandparents and everything was great. They lived in the suburbs. It was perfect, blah, blah, blah. Even though we know no one's perfect. I just was, I held a lot of shame that wasn't mine to carry. And that led to, again, a lot of the, the control, like, well, I couldn't control that when I was younger, but when I get a family and, you know, I'm able to dress my kids or I'm able to choose what schools they go to or what car that I drive or, and it's all a bunch of external stuff to be honest. But if we really go inward, which is what I've done and what I've tried to really do and constantly try to do when I find more things all the time, it's like, there's no such thing as healed. It's, um, it's a constant learning experience about myself, but just understanding, like, let it go and accepting acceptance is huge. Accepting that, you know, my health, my physical body, my mental body, my emotional state is going to be very different even 10 minutes from now than it is right now. So relinquishing the control of, you know, we have to be a certain way or we have to perform a certain way um, has really been freeing for me. So I feel like if there's something that within you, if this is something that you can, you struggle with expectations, control, um, competition, really kind of dig deep. It doesn't mean it's a bad thing. These can all be very great beneficial aspects of life. And I feel like it's gotten me very far and allowed me to become a really beautifully well-rounded person in this place and time. But what it took to get well-rounded is the awareness of where it all was really surfacing from. So um, just wanted to throw that one out there. It's a quick um, quick, short one. And I think that those are the most impactful sometimes. So if you dabble with expectations, disappointment, control, competition, I encourage you to kind of go, go inward and see 
where that stuff may manifest. Is it childhood? Is it adolescence? Is it, um, you know, maybe some stuff that you dealt with in previous relationships or infertility, or it, it could be in, in numerous things. Um, but yeah, so that was that was my just for today on this episode. And I just wanted to be a short and sweet one out there and just some stuff that came up with me along my journey. And that's a wrap. <laughs>